Despite what beautiful, glossy social media and advertisers would have us believe, making it through life's challenges is not summed up in five easy steps. And we don't find peace in the storms of life from a handbag, face cream, or the latest sneakers. Life is challenging. And sometimes life is stage four metastatic cancer challenging. So how do we make it through all that life throws at us? Hi, I'm Jane Chalon, and I have had the privilege, honor, and blessing of working with cancer patients since 2011 as the palliative care chaplain at Yale New Haven Hospital. As I have listened to patients over the years process their living, dying, healing, and not healing, I have been struck again and again by the profound spiritual insights and resilience that have surfaced in our meetings, and I've often thought that these incredible nuggets of truth should not be for my ears alone, but instead should be offered to the world. Now I know that cancer patients often hear that they are an inspiration. They're so brave and so strong. And for most patients, this is the last thing they wanna hear as they're crawling into bed exhausted after just a walk around the block. But I also know that you do not need to be a published best-selling author You do not need an alphabet of degrees after your name. You do not need a fancy job title or a million followers on Instagram to have a profound, unique, and important perspective on life and how to survive and even how to thrive in the midst of it all. The patients, caregivers, and clinicians that you will hear from have been through it all, supported it all, and seen it all. The stories, interviews, and voices you will hear in this podcast will change you. They've changed me, and I have watched as they've changed others. So get ready to laugh, cry, and be moved to a deeper place. Get ready to find a way forward. Welcome to In the Midst of It All. Oh my goodness, what a delight it is to welcome Erlinda Ku today. There are some people in the world who I think are spiritual giants. And although Erlinda, I think you're, what are you, about five feet tall? Or, yeah, yeah <laughs> just about five feet tall. I think of you as this towering spiritual oh, figure. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Erlinda has been through so many hardships in her life and faced great suffering. In each of these hardships, she has found a deeper and deeper faith in God. She has had two near-death experiences in which she met Jesus and saw heaven. She has had many truly awe-inspiring experiences when she's prayed for other people and they have been healed. Amen. Linda is always smiling and laughing no matter what, and not in a superficial way, but because she has this God-given joy that shines beyond her pain and suffering. Amen. (laughs) Her faith and beautiful spirit have helped her beat the odds over and over again. I'm so excited to have you, Erlinda, here with us today. I can guarantee that you are about to hear some of the most incredible experiences of God. (laughs) Erlinda, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us and welcome to the podcast. Uh, Me too. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) And me too. (laughs) 
Well, I thought we could begin by learning more about who you are, where you grew up, and the very hard work that you did to support not only your own children, but also your siblings. Yes. I was born in the Philippines, Mm -hmm. and my parents were Catholic, Mm -hmm. Uh, but they were God-fearing and uh, very industrious. Mm. We were... Uh, we were eight siblings in the family, but each and every one of us, we've been educated and finished all our degrees. Mm-hmm. By God's grace, everyone is doing well in the family. But during the time, uh, one and a half months before my graduation, mm-hmm. my father died. Yeah. So before his death, uh, I promised him that I would help him to raise my four siblings and my mom because uh, he was uh, he got health problem with his heart. Mm. So during his death, I was already bringing my uh, diploma, my grades, the final grades that I had. Mm-hmm. And to me, it was so painful mm. that my father left me mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, I have elder sister too. and two brothers, but they have their own family. So I got a teaching position in public school while having, while teaching, I was also having uh, tutoring mm. because the amount of our pay was so small only as te- as a teacher. Yeah. And I have to go to three houses in different places just to be able to cope with the expenses that we had. Mm-hmm. I got very sick because uh, at night I really got hungry mm. and I got ulcer. <laughs> yeah. And whenever I would go home, I would just be vomiting and nothing that I could take because I was really teaching and trying to uh, cope with all the lessons of the children. Right, right. And I was really in so much despair Mm. because even though I was sick, I have nobody to take care of me, Mm. nobody to help me in our expenses Mm -hmm. because... uh, they were just uh, looking after their family. Mm-hmm. And uh, through God's grace, I was able to let them grow. Mm-hmm. And, to, and I left my siblings until they were high school. Okay. And in college, uh, I was already in Manila, so I took took them in my house Mm -hmm. just to be able to be free from expenses or uh, boarding house and uh, I provided everything what they need the only thing that my brother sister gave me a few amount of the tuition fee okay I did not complain with anything Mm -hmm. though I was experiencing hardship because now I have my own family right I was raising my children and I was I felt I was alone. Mm-hmm. I could not really expect the actual support of my husband mm-hmm. because he was just in a 
in in uh, <clears throat> for a province in the logging area. Okay. Whatever problem that I had, I could I could not consult him because there were no communication. Wow. He would just come back after four months, and we'd leave after two weeks. Wow! Uh, during that season, rain, the rainy season, he would just be home at, for one month. So okay. everything was left under my care. Mm. And during that time, I was raising my kids. I really tried my best to send them to a uh, Chinese school mm-hmm. to be able to have on a higher level of learning, especially learning the Chinese way. And uh, during that time, while I was raising, my brother and my sisters were with me. I was sending them to college, as I said. But the heavy, heavy load was all on my shoulder. Yeah. I was trying my best. Prayed so much, but uh, I found out the, the amount that I was earning because... I already taught in uh, in one of the cities in Manila. The real amount of my earning was not enough. So mm-hmm. I have to sell dressed chicken during Saturdays and Sundays, knocking all the doors on our neighbors. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and anything that I could sell. So after 13 years of teaching, I resigned. Because my second child, my son, was always sick. Okay. So I I was able to be introduced to one that is in front of our house selling honey. Okay. So he said, this would help your son. So I tried it, and it made good. Okay. So I said, all right, I'll sell. Uh-huh. So I approached uh, friends first, and then they recommended me to all different peoples. And for seven years, I was carrying 20 kilos a day wow. just uh, to earn more. Mm-hmm. And then I found out I was good in business. <laughs> right. Very good in business. So, <laughs> so I went uh, to uh, to have uh, this uh, before the Hong Kong goods, they say. Yeah. So my sister-in-law introduced me to the Hong Kong merchants. Okay. So I took goods, carrying the honey for 20 kilos, another bag for dresses. Wow. And then all my customers were asking me, can you buy this for me? Uh, some uh, food uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> in the Chinese uh, community. All right, I say, I put some a little amount just to add right. for my earnings. Right. And then... Uh, some doctors would request, can you buy me, buy me this pot? I like this stainless one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I I brought everything in my hand. Wow. wow. But I did not know that uh, my whole body was going down, mm. especially my spine. Mm. It was really uh, greatly affected. Mm-hmm. And it started to have degenerative changes. Oh, gosh. So when I experienced that, I tried to slow down. Mm-hmm. For that seven years, my siblings were with me. Mm. And then, and when I was earning, 
relatives came all over just tried in a way to help me. Mm, I right. was so so soft-hearted. So what, at first I took one, and then my uncle asked me if I can help. I could help them be uh, send the, his uh, children to college, staying with me and helping me oh, in wow. my little business. So I said yes, and I was able to help them. Mm -hmm. And I established a little canteen just to be able to support everything aside from what I was selling. But uh, with that, they started to um, make, uh, what do you call this? Uh, they, they really cheated me. Mm. And mm. when I had oh. more money, I, I tried to go home to our province because the city was so much for me. Yeah. So I said uh, I would uh, have to be in business buying rice, cabins of rice, mm -hmm. and I would sell that after a few months, and I'd make profit. They encouraged me to be in the farm. Okay. So I really did it, but in a way, after two, I even bought Tresser just to earn more. Okay. But with all my good intentions, helping them, trying to earn a little more for the family, yeah. they, they became my enemy. Mm. <laughs> they really cheated me so much that I almost lost everything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. They took money from yeah. you. Is that right? Yeah. And yeah. I did not yeah. know. Because I was so consumed with the little business that I had. Mm -hmm. And uh, later on, I sent them away. Mm. And I started to be sick. Yeah. Uh, my whole being, I got acute nervous breakdown. Okay. I had, yeah. uh, I was very anemic because I could not sleep of what happened to me. Right, right. With all the good intentions, I was asking God, said, what? Why did it happen to me? Yeah. What have I done? And all the things that you asked me to do, I did it. Right. In right. a way that uh, right. is for your glory because I'm not doing this for myself yeah. or for them, but for your glory. But what happened? And this came to as if we were really enemies. Mm. Yeah. Right. And... and after that, I really rested. Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. two years, I was asking my sister-in-law for our monthly needs, mm -hmm. just to be able to send my children to school, mm. feed them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, after two years of my rest, my younger sister-in-law had a pet shop, mm -hmm. and it went to bankruptcy. Okay. And she knew that I was a science teacher. So she said, try to study this, mm -hmm. the pet shop, without knowing anything about pet shops. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I said, I'll try. So right. I observed the store for one week. And I said, this business went down in a way that uh, perhaps this is for me. Huh? So I agreed to take it. 
<laughs> with with a loan of sixty five thousand. Okay, that was a very big amount then. Yeah, and then uh, I have to pay her her debts of thirty eight thousand in three weeks time, and I said, Lord, what will happen to me with oh all this gosh. loan, uh, this debts? And my brother in law said that I would be lucky. Lucky was the word that. I if I would earn one two thousand a day, okay. So just multiplying it without Sunday, I would not be able to pay all this. I said, right, right, oh. right. And one day was just a seven hundred sale. So what would uh. happen to me? And my husband said to me, "You're so stubborn. No. <laughs> <laughs> you took a big stone and." <laughs> Crack your head with that. <laughs> and I said, and I knelt on my knees the whole night. I was mm. crying to the Lord, Lord, yeah. help me. Yeah. And uh, on that day that my sister-in-law gave that sword to me because of my faith, mm-hmm. I was having a real hyper faith by then. <laughs> <laughs> and I touched every part of the store. Wow. All the... All the, uh, the Aquariums, right. uh, the cabinets with empty the shelves, uh, empty. Yeah. They were yeah. they were empty. Uh. Only the goldfish were on the aquariums. Wow! And uh, I said, Lord, what will happen? What sale will I have? There are no uh, displays and everything. Yeah. But the Lord was so good. The day, the following day, I cleaned the store, rearranged it. And I made terrariums. <laughs> I did not know right. how to make, <laughs> to put all the gadgets of the aquarium. So I made terrariums. I arranged <laughs> it in a way it would be, it would attract people. Yeah. And one lady at one o'clock came over and she said, how much is this? Uh-huh. It was a 50 gallons aquarium. I said, that is 1,500 sale. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. About these fishes, he said, those are uh, one peso per because they were sharks. So give me 20 and I'll pay you with this one. Oh, my gosh. And on that day, I was able to pay the check. The 38,000. Oh, my gosh. Just from that one person coming through. Little by little, every day, there were customers coming out. And God really answered your prayers mm. the next day. Mm. Yeah. And the next day, the following day, an agent came over in the store and she said, um, you shelves are, shelves are empty. I will fill those shelves, but uh, you have to make the, the, mm. uh, these items for consignment and this one. With checks, and I said I cannot give you one per one month mm-hmm. because I don't have you didn't any have it yet. money. Right, right. I'm paying the debts of my sister-in-law, and yeah. she understood. And all right, she said these two boxes are for consignment, and this nice. one box is for uh, for checks. Uh-huh. I'll give you one and a half months. So I sold all those in two boxes. <laughs> Wow. And within a month time, I was able to sell everything. It's amazing. 
And you went on then to open up, you had not one, but three really successful pet shops. Within seven years, I was able to accumulate three pet shops and a canteen and then water station. Yeah, that's amazing. God was really flourishing everything. As if they were telling me, even just a poo, (laughs) you place it in your store and it will sell. (laughs) And I said, Lord, (laughs) thank you. Yeah. Uh, It's for your glory. Yeah. And truly that uh, my faith is what moved all these mountains of Mm -hmm. problems and gave me so much blessing. Mm -hmm. Nothing I could say I could do on my own. Not a single thing I could do, but God really make all the people come to my store. That's amazing. Amazing. And, you know, I think as people listen to this story, there's so much. um, But, you know, I'm just really struck by the hardship you faced with your family. And I know so many people face similar hardships and really fall into, as you said, despair, because it can really bring you to a low place when you, especially when you are trying to do something for God, you feel led by God. And here then you have this tragic experience from not a stranger, but your family. How did you process all of that and come through that? You know, uh, life was really hard then. Yeah. I really lost confidence in myself during that mm. time because I could not do business continuously prospering. Mm-hmm. There, After a year or two, I go down again. Mm. So <clears throat> when I found the Lord because of the difficulty, I really looked for Him. Yeah. At first, uh, I was really sick, so... I have to send my two, Lynette and Marvin. They were going on their own to school. Mm. I could no longer bring them to school because I was very weak. At one time, I was cooking for their Mm. breakfast, and I opened the radio. I heard Psalm 91. Mm. And with that, that, in Filipino, it was said that uh, even... um, the snakes could not touch you. Mm-hmm. Even sharp stones could not hurt you. So I was crying, Lord, I thought you left me. I thought I was alone in this struggle, but here you're with me. So from that day on, I listened the whole day up to late night, mm-hmm. listening to the radio. But there were some teachings that I did not like. Mm. So I took another a station, mm-hmm. and I found that the Christian station. Okay. And uh, up to this time, uh, the teacher, the those who are in person teaching were Chuck Swandal and okay. Charles Stanley. Right, right. The one that passed away. Right. And right. Uh, Dr. Je- David Jeremiah and the Filipino right. pastors. Throughout that day, until midnight time, I studied the Bible. And the way they taught mm-hmm. in their wow. preachings. So 
I learned how to trust the Lord in everything. Mm-hmm. I could not really memorize every part of the promises, but I placed them in my heart. Mm-hmm. I always claim them whenever I read them. I claim it, yeah. every, every word of it, right. until the time I was really consumed by the Bible. Mm. I could not go on another store without bringing my big Bible mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> though it was, it was heavy, heavy yeah. right. but I have two. Yeah. And I know, I know um, you, you talked about, too, finding faith in the midst of the suffering and it drew you closer. And, and, as, and you've talked, too, about this time, how you even mentioned it just now, how you were, you, you started to realize you're not doing these things only for your family. You're doing it for the glory of God. Amen. Yes. So the sting of their reactions and their betrayal, um, it sounds like in a way that that helped sort of dissipate that, that, that it really wasn't about them. Yeah. It was about giving glory to God. Yes. Yeah. Because um, I found out that my personal relationship with God mm-hmm. helped me to be relieved from hatred, mm-hmm. anger, Mm, and uh, right. always that thinking of as if I was fighting with them in my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I I surrendered everything to the Lord, and I said to the Lord, "Help me forget all these things." I ask Him even give me amnesia for all this. Wow! <laughs> and uh, unforgiving sins that <laughs> that I that I had in my heart and mind. Yeah. So. One by one, God really made me to be happy, joyful in every way. Mm-hmm. Little things, I really thank God. Or whatever people do to me mm. in a negative way, I don't mind them anymore. Mm. Because I said, what you've done to me will not make me poor. Right. What you're doing to me, it will be on your part. God is my revenge and mm-hmm. he'll do it for me. Mm. Because there were so many painful things that even right. siblings, yeah, it would be unacceptable. Right, right. The most persons that you love, yeah, would be the person that would uh, defy you or right be negative to you. Yeah, I yeah. could not do anything because they have their own reasons. Right, I helped a lot. Even my whole being, as always, Lina said, Ma, 50% was just for us. 50% was just for your siblings. Mm. They have their own family, but still you take good care of them. Right, right, right. I, I was told, Lynette, I was doing this because I promised your grandfather that I would not leave them. Mm-hmm. I would help them in every way. Mm-hmm. And that promise... I want it to be fulfilled because when I see your grandpa in heaven, mm. for sure I could say I did my best yes, of what I promised did. you. You did. You went above and beyond. And despite the betrayal, you um, you maintained your faith and your faith helped you through all of that. Yes. Yeah, to let go of the betrayal and to... Um, and to see the work that you're doing as work for God. Yeah. And and whenever I experience negative things now, I always think 
if this is something not good, mm. how can it make me better? Mm. Right. That is one thing that I always try to to examine and what can I do? What could I do? Yeah. Uh, after this experience. Yeah. So in many ways, these bad experiences did not put me down mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of my faith in God, my deep relationship with our Lord Jesus. I really do things just for Him, yeah. for His glory, because I always say, I did not do it for me, Lord, mm-hmm. or for others, but for you alone. Right. Because right. I want that you are always with me. Yeah. You'll all be em- always be embracing me because I did what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. everything that I do now, I really ask God. I really have to consult God in everything. Mm-hmm. Little decision, big decisions. Yeah. I always confer with him. Yeah. In every day that I do, yeah. I always thank him washing dishes, uh, mm. putting up my bed or <laughs> uh, just watching TV when I see beautiful things. I Lord, thank you, Lord, that you showed me this. Yeah. Everything that I do now is with thankfulness. Yes. And, yeah. And, and you have such joy. It just exudes from you wherever <laughs> you go. <laughs> no matter what is going on in your life, you have this joy. And, you know, I want to sort of fast forward here too a little bit to to um, when you were diagnosed and then you had, um, you took the trial drug and they told you, oh, you have a few months. And um, oh, right. <laughs> I remember there was some back and forth with your 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 children saying, oh, this is going to be so hard on you. Are you sure you want to do it? But you said, I'm going to do it to help my children prepare for my death. And then you, the, the side effects of the trial were so right, terrible. hard. And, terrible. you know, so folks can listen to your story to learn more about that. But I wonder if you could just share a little bit about the experience you had um, with Jesus yeah. when it got so, so difficult. Yeah. I started taking Tarsiva June 9, mm-hmm. 2011. But May 9, I was diagnosed wow. with fourth stage lung cancer, few months to live. Mm-hmm. Taking Tarsiva would add a little three months more. So I agreed with that, with Dr. Gettinger, and I started it. But the side effects were so, so terrible, mm. unbearable. The side effects were all over my body, from yeah. head down to my toe. Uh, can I say all the side effects? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, was, I got falling hair. My eyes yeah. were blurred. I had mouth sores all over my mouth, up to the throat. And my rashes were from my face down to, my, to above my knee. Mm. And I was having diarrhea seven to eight times a day. Right. I was um, having the cuts on my fingers were so painful at the end and in between the nails. Yeah. And under my feet. Right. I could not even step on the carpet because they bleed. Oh, oh my everything, gosh. Everything was so, so painful. Yeah. 
and uh, my bones, my muscles were aching. I could not even touch the bed. Mm. And one oh. day in September 2011, because of the unbearable pain, as if my head was yeah. would burst. Mm. And then I said, to, I was lying on the sofa, and I said, Lord, take me now. I could no longer bear this pain. Suddenly, my spirit came out of my body. I was looking at my body on the sofa, mm. and I saw a man in white robe on his back. Yeah. I was trying to reach his hand. Yeah. His left hand was trying to reach me. Yeah. So one foot away, I remember my daughter, Lynette, <laughs> and I said, Lord... When you were here on earth, you also had a mother yeah. who took good care of yeah. you. And I said, please let me come back. But please heal me completely. Right. So immediately my spirit came back to my body and it was just like a stone. Right. Hard as it is. Mm-hmm. As if I could not enter. Mm-hmm. So in the long run, I tried to move my feet. Yeah. I was able to stand up little by little, and then suddenly I bumped on the treadmill. Mm. And it hurt me a lot, and I woke up, and I said, now I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm here. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom to pee and wash my face and came back. I was I started crying because mm. yeah. of that uh, experience, and... Suddenly, while I was asking the Lord for healing, mm. help me, heal me, Lord, help me, heal me. Yeah. Repeatedly that uh, I was shouting. Right. And then suddenly, heat came all over my body. Right. From head down to my feet. And I Amazing. said, what's this? And just I, I remained still. Yeah. And within 30 minutes the heat subsided. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and was thinking what happened. Yeah. And I just thank God that uh, I was able to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly the pain started to diminish. Mm. On that day on, I was just thanking God for everything. Yeah. Because I thought I would be with him. I know. I knew I was I would be with him, mm. but thinking of my daughter, mm-hmm. as if I would just be leaving him alone. Mm-hmm. I came here just to be with her and be able to right. help her a lot. Right. You uh, had moved from the Philippines to be with, with her. her. Yes. And then this cancer came on. Yes. And you were right here at Smilo, able to get the yes. care you needed. Um, but then to have this experience and think, my gosh, I'm being taken from my daughter so soon. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I know the emotions of children. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really concerned about their feelings, especially Lynette is the only girl that I have. Yeah. Uh, she's just like a baby to me. <laughs> and my three boys, told, we are far from each other. Mm-hmm. I treat them still as my babies. Yeah, they'll <laughs> always be your babies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, experiencing death mm-hmm. with cancer, mm-hmm. I found out that uh, it was not totally bad. Mm-hmm. It, 
it gave me a very good experience because uh, after that that experience, I started appreciating everything. Mm. I started uh, thanking God for all the little and the big things that He's giving me. Yeah, and even the little flowers. It is. It was my first time that I observed. There are so many flowers on the grass, <laughs> different colors. Mm. They're so beautiful. Mm. And the song of the birds early in the morning. Oh, my, I appreciate them. And mm. before I open my Christian songs, I already hear the tweeting of the birds. And I say, yeah. Lord, here's a new day again. And that was, it sounds like, Almost you you didn't notice them as fully before your no. that experience. No. It, we just get so caught up in life yeah. and pass by these things. But after your this near death experience of oh going my. and seeing Jesus and being out of your body, yeah. um, my goodness, it sounds like you really had a different set of eyes for yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a different world now because uh, during winter time, and there are no leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, as if they are all dead. When we mm-hmm. <laughs> give uh, leaves again, when I yeah. see the little twigs coming out, Lord, thank you. It's there's life again. Right, right. And uh, I always appreciate every season that we have, especially spring mm-hmm. and fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing can make. My heart's happy. <laughs> mm, right. Just ex- experiencing and, and life and really noticing the life around you. Yeah. yeah. And so after you had this experience, which I think you didn't tell many people about, but they saw that you were, you had healing. Yeah. And you surpassed not only, you know, they were told a couple months, you surpassed it. Uh, a yes. couple of years, and then people yeah. were saying, my goodness, I think you're going to live, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had you had uh, folks from all over the world yeah, really. reaching out to you yeah. and saying, oh, my gosh, I have an yeah. illness. Can you pray for me? Yeah. And very, you, very <laughs> you experienced a lot of people receiving healing yeah. from from talking with you and having prayer. Yes. Can you share some of those stories? Yes. Uh, because um, I really experienced a lot about yeah. uh, this uh, physical problem and even with my emotions. So mm. uh, after two years of taking Tarsiba, yeah, Dr. Gettinger declared that uh, your cancers are inactive. Oh, that's what amazing. Do you mean? I, doctor, what do you mean? They're sleeping. Oh, doctor, they are dead. <laughs> right, exactly. I claim they're dead. <laughs> after yes. continuing taking the Tarsiva, after six years and nine months, mm-hmm. the cancer went to my hip bone right. and on my left rib. Yeah. According to Dr. Gettinger, the eff- effectivity of the pill was no longer 100%. Mm. It was only sixty mm. percent, so mm. it find, found ways mm-hmm. to be on the other part of my body. Yeah, and on that part, uh, we confer. He asked me to have another trial medicine, mm-hmm. and I cried to him just like a baby. Mm-hmm. I said, "No, doctor, no more. 
Yeah. I want to end this. I like I could no longer bear the pain. Mm-hmm. There is so much pain, unbearable pain, doctor. Yeah. But she said, you can try this. This is much better. Mm-hmm. He held my hands and held them tightly and he said, I promise you that within three months' time you'll get better. Mm. I said, Doctor, really I don't want any more. Try it, he said. Mm-hmm. So with his compassion I agreed. Mm. And I started Tarshiva in January. In January. Okay. After this uh six years and nine months. Right, right. But Diarrhea was the side effect. It oh. was so terrible. The whole day, the whole night, I was having oh. diarrhea. Oh. At any time, I could not even move. I pooped. Oh, oh my gosh. And and uh, I was having mm-hmm. muscle pain, back pain, and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Especially my spine was really affected. So I said, what is this? And I said, Lord, help me, help me again. Yeah. Within three months' time. The diary I started to diminish mm-hmm. until I was set on four times a day. Mm. So I did all my best to replace <laughs> yeah. everything that was taken out from my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get yourself nourished yeah. again, right? <laughs> because I felt so weak. I bet. But oh God's grace, by God's grace, I was able to recover. Yeah, yeah. After again. After one year, mm-hmm. after my CAT scan, Doctor Gettinger said, "You don't know. You don't have any cancer on your hip bone and on your rib." Really, yeah. Doctor I said. <laughs> I held his hand and I said, "Thank you, Doctor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Everything I was trying." And, and after six months, the. Active cancer in my lungs became inactive again. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yes, and so you had those time. two healings, mm. really. Yeah, and then again, so people started calling you, right? Yes. You had friends calling you. <laughs> they hear about this miraculous healing, not once yeah. but now twice. Twice, and so you get these phone calls from all over the yeah. world. Yeah, and my the first uh, people were my relatives uh-huh. and then uh, my classmates in mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. because we were in a group and they learned about everything that happened to me because yeah. they were praying for me mm-hmm. so when the miracle happened everyone had a relative or a friend who are or sick <laughs> <laughs> they want to talk to you <laughs> and they would call me and uh, one of the sisters of my best friend, yeah. classmate, got uh, breast cancer. She is here in San Francisco. She is a Bible reader. Mm-hmm. She knows everything about the Bible, mm-hmm. but she was not healed. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend said, kindly pray for Remy. Yeah. And I said, why? I know she knew everything about the Bible. Mm-hmm. But she has faith that you will help her yeah. in your prayers. All right, I said, uh, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. So I prayed with my classmate. And mm-hmm. then after a month, she called me. Remy called me. Yeah, She related everything. She was so depressed. 
Yeah. She would not want to go out. She was having uh, pain oh. on her extremities. Okay. Feet and hands. And she could not really uh, have a life mm. uh, as if she was always afraid going out and doing something. Oh, my gosh. So I said, uh, let us have, let us believe because both of us are Bible readers. Right. Let us believe on all the promises of God. Mm-hmm. And we have to practice what we have. Mm-hmm. We must have that faith uh, just like a small mustard seed. And we can move mountains. Yeah. So I started praying with her. Uh, that uh, months, she would call me again, and then it became two weeks more. Yeah. And then later on, after a year, I think, she declared that she was okay. Wow. Wow, completely healed. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, and, and her talk. life had really been turned upside down, yeah. it sounds like. So she got her life back. Mm-mm. Wow. And uh, last uh, two weeks ago, she said, I'm planning to go home to the Philippines already. All right, enjoy your retirement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's amazing. And you had many other Yes, healing. my son especially in uh, my family. Right. My one of my twins, the the youngest, uh no, the elder one, uh mm-hmm. with the twins. He got panic attack. Okay. Because uh, he has so much work in the airlines, in United Arab Emirates Airlines. Okay. He's an analyst. So with much job, he could not really sleep well. Right. Uh, and have a rest because his mind was always working. Yeah. It's so, so common when you have such, such a stressful job, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So he started having panic attack. Mm-hmm. And... Um, he called me. Mm-hmm. He was trembling. Mm-hmm. Ma, I said, he said, Ma, I have this problem. Mm-hmm. What happened to you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I cannot take the elevator. I go to the uh, building mm-hmm. by stairs. Mm-hmm. I cannot uh, go to the office. I took my leave mm-hmm. for a month. Oh, gosh. And, oh, uh, wow. I cannot, I do not want to hear noise, ma, because I'm oh. trembling. So I said. So he couldn't even work. No, no. It got no. so bad. Wow. He was mm. so irritated in everything that uh, yeah. was uh, with noise. Uh-huh. And I said, uh, let us trust the Lord mm. because uh, we have a covenant with him. Deuteronomy 7, 12 to 15. Mm. That with that, the Lord promised all the good things, mm-hmm. um, the beautiful life that we 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 have, mm-hmm. and the last uh, promise was uh, is uh, no sickness that can come upon us. Mm-hmm. That the Lord will take away all this, and um, He will just give it back to our enemies. So claim it now, mm-hmm. and we will pray, mm-hmm. and. I will be praying for you every time mm-hmm. because I want you to believe that God is a healer. Mm-hmm. He did it to me. He will do it to you. Mm. So every day we prayed. And mm-hmm. every time um, that he feels uh, nervous, mm-hmm. he would call me. Mm. 
it took a year mm. after uh, so much prayer. My son declared, Ma, I'm no longer as, as nervous as before. Wow. Now I can work well in the office. Wow. But I need to talk to you every time. I I, I feel that there's a start yeah. of um, having this uh, problem mm. again. All right, let's claim it. We'll not go back to you anymore. If there's a start, it's just a, a, an attempt by the devil to distract you again. Yeah. Because God has... Healed you already. Yeah. Just continue claiming and pray and keep more time in prayer and reading the Bible and believe all the things that is in the Bible mm-hmm. are true because I have applied it in my life. Mm-hmm. And my son really is now continuously praying. Wow. Every, uh, every time uh, when he has time, he would call. He will call me anytime. Anytime now. Anytime. Not just though. for anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's he's experienced a significant decrease in yeah. this anxiety. Is it completely gone? Does he yeah. have? Wow. That's incredible. I remember, too, you mentioning that he and his wife were looking for an apartment. And yeah. they were all so high up yeah. in these high rises. <laughs> Especially in Dubai. Right, where he lives. And and that um, they were really struggling because he couldn't get on the elevator. Yeah. And so this healing for him completely also turned his yeah. life around. He was yeah. able to get an apartment high up, beautiful yeah. views, oh, <laughs> taking the elevator, going to work just fine. Um, it's a huge change. It's a huge, it's beautiful. And you've had so many, I mean, we could talk all day long oh, about yeah, the I other <laughs> the other healings that that um, people have had from from you calling and, and praying with them. Yes, there are so many. My classmates, especially during the COVID time. Yeah, uh, one of my best friend seemed that he, he was she was hopeless mm. because all her families had COVID, and yeah. she was the one very serious. Yeah, and. Uh, she called me unexpectedly after so many, 50 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just called me and said, kindly pray for me. What will I pray for you? She said, I have COVID. Oh. I, I am very sick. And her son is a doctor. Uh-huh. And I said, What's, what does your son do? Mm-hmm. He just uh, gave me the medicine and I am not improving. Oh, no. All right, I oh. said, you believe that you will be healed through prayers? Yeah. Because this friend of mine um, is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I've not heard of her anymore uh, being true to her faith. And okay. I said, oh, all right, as long as you have the faith to believe that you can be healed, mm-hmm. God will answer our prayers. Mm. So we prayed together. Mm-hmm. And this also the, the lady who got a very, very, uh, he was so sick with headache. Oh, okay. This is the same person. Yeah, she was sick yeah. with headaches as well. well. Like chronically for a long, yes, long time. Yes. Right. Because after the COVID, he, she called me again after a month or two and said, kindly pray for me again. Why? I said, are you not yet healed? I'm healed, but my headache is really terrible. 
what happened? It has been four years that I'm oh roaming around all doctors in Manila, the center and in the province. Wow. And uh, they don't know if it's mm. something inside of my brain and they could not find anything. All right, I said, if you believe mm -hmm. that you can be healed through prayers, but ask forgiveness first to the, to the Lord because... Mm. Um, he was, a, he was a casino player. Mm. And I said, all right, let us pray mm -hmm. and believe. So twice I prayed for her. Mm -hmm. And after a day, she called me back the following day. And she said, my headache subsided. Wow. It's oh a miracle. God. said, for all the long time, my headache has not been like this. Wow. And I said, just believe. Yeah. And now she was she's, she was saying last time that she goes to church every five o'clock in the morning praying. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. So her faith has been restored. In addition, her COVID went yeah. away completely mm -hmm. and her headaches yeah. after four years of having mm -hmm. them were completely gone. That's incredible, Erlinda. It's, it's, I'm also amazed because I never thought that to the little prayer that I share, <laughs> yeah. uh, something beautiful is happening. Yeah. And I thank God for that because mm -hmm. um, it's not me. Mm. The Holy Spirit is the one leading me because I don't know how to pray. Actually, <laughs> I don't know how to pray. <laughs> Oh, your prayers are beautiful. <laughs> because I was, I'm coping the words, especially that I, I was, I never had the teaching. Right, right, right. You didn't go to school to become a pastor or anything like that. But here, here you are. And, and not only um, did you not sort of go to school for all these things, but, but, um, and have training, but you also, you know, were in a wheelchair and going through yeah. treatments still yeah. and having all these things. And so it was hard to get out. And, you know, here you are still serving other people over the phone, too. Yeah, I think a lot of people think phone. it needs to be in person. And, you know, and I think the other thing I'm struck by is that, you know, sometimes people think, oh, if you're going to have a miracle oh. from prayer, it's going to happen right away. No. And for some, it sounds like it did, yeah. you know, in your own life and in the lives of others. It was sort of the next day you have no. these big miracles. But for others, it took a year. Yeah. You know, it took a long time. And um, I think that's just an encouragement, too, for people who may be praying or having people pray for them and it's taking long time yeah. it's not that instantaneous yeah not, not healing <laughs> yeah it doesn't happen that way all the time right <laughs> in my case just imagine my prayers i know i was shaking the throne of god every day yeah but it took me 12 years that dr gettinger declared that my cancer has been inactive for yeah. three years now yeah and he said that he I Amazing. can remove it within a year. Your treatment. But I said, yeah. doctor, uh, what's your opinion? Yeah. What's good for me? He said, uh, not now. Okay. So I'll follow what you say. Yep. And yeah. I said, um, whatever your decision, I'll do it. Because through all these years, everything good 
and best was you you made it for me and god i know god is really using dr gettinger yeah for my healing yeah scientifically and sharing my faith i never mm. thought i could share my faith to them mm. but yeah. now uh before uh when the cancer cell became inactive you are a different person erlinda <laughs> how <laughs> how that <laughs> and right. he said you have a great faith yeah <laughs> Lord, and and you you've, you've um, survived this diagnosis oh, for my. and these trials far longer oh, oh, my. than anyone else I think right is I that think. yeah it's incredible to see and Dr. Gettinger has been so wonderful in yeah, your care his compassion wonderful. we met when when you had the cancer going yeah. to your hip and I remember <laughs> you saying I don't know about this and then you met with Dr. Gettinger and it was his compassion and really that he he held your hands and looked you in the eye and there was that trust and comfort that yes. came from him to to get you to this place where you are now mm-hmm. which is 12 years we're almost coming up on the anniversary as we're recording yes. this <laughs> and it's incredible to have walked with you over the last almost six years and say oh my gosh here how many more we'll have lots more <laughs> lots more years <laughs> because uh with dr gettinger I really wanted to go and see him. Mm-hmm. I was so encouraged because uh, he always had the, those uh, beautiful words yeah. of encouragement, and it lifts my soul because mm. I really want to. I want to live, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and with that uh, beautiful um, things that he was always telling me, mm. I always look forward. Mm-hmm. Because uh, in another person you can find hope. Mm. Yeah. In another person, he can uh, help you be healed. Yeah. Because of that peace that comes from what he says. Right. Right. It's almost when you can't have hope that sometimes God gives you people that can hope for yeah. you. Mm-mm. And and um. But, Dr. Gettinger was, has certainly been that for you over yeah. the years. Yeah. He's more than enough. And, yeah. Uh, and oh, I love I it. don't know how to thank the Lord for giving me all my doctors. Mm. They are so caring and loving mm-hmm. as if I am a member of their family. Wow. It's been long. Just imagine 12 years. Yeah. And I, I always... That's my <laughs> Doctor, your son was only seven years old when we started. Now oh. he's already tall. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, you've seen you've you've become a part of the Smilo yeah. family, really. <laughs> I need a small chair. <laughs> right, right, right. You need an office pretty soon. <laughs> small chair in a corner. Oh my! <laughs> now you know. I I almost wanted to go off air to ask you about this. But in a way, I think it's good for people to hear kind of the things that, pe- you know, you go through. Yes. You are on oxygen now. Yeah. How is your oxygen tank? Is it doing okay? I know you have limited time on it. Can yes. You ch- can you check it? Is it okay? It's still 52. 
52. Okay. So you're okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because there's so much more I want to talk to you okay, about. <laughs> let's make it. Uh... <laughs> so I know you've talked to you about, um, you know, is this, uh, is, is God allowing the, this um, yes. illness in my life and, and the challenges with your family and, um, and any suffering you've been through, is God allowing it for me to, to, um, to learn from? And I wonder if you, that's something I hear a lot from, from patients and want to share more about, you know, sort of my journey with that. But I'd, I'd be interested to hear more about what you have to say about that. Yeah, because uh, with sufferings, everyone, I know, everyone, God permits it in a way, perhaps to test our faith. Mm. For me, because it was a testing of my faith, if I would fall or go up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know that uh, with the faith that God gave me when I was young, mm. until I grew up, until I had my own family, yeah. with all the negative experiences that I had, I should have been down. Right. But God pulled me yeah. on the cliff where I should fall, but um, mm. he took my hand mm. in every way that I do, mm-hmm. in everything that I plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it is if it is what that good for me, he would not permit it. Mm. But in everything that he planned for me, it mm. was all for my good. Mm. And uh, this experience that I had during... Uh, last year in September. Yes. Um, yeah. Tell us more about that experience. Yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Because um, August 21, I was, was it August? Yes, August 21, I was brought to the uh, to the ICU, to the heart cardiac area mm-hmm. because my heart was not doing well. Mm-hmm. With all the testings, it was uh, in that time that they placed me in the cardiac area. Yeah, I was in a critical condition because my oxygen level was always going down. Mm. I had so much pain in my spine and in my in my body that contributed to the uh, malfunctioning of my heart mm-hmm. because they found out that uh, there was. My heart was dilated all over uh, my atrium. Okay. And uh, below it was hard. The flow oh, of the blood was right. not was not going well. It wasn't pumping. So, yeah. It was just dead. So there was yeah. water retention in my heart and my lungs. And that made me worse. And on the seventh day I was in that area. I called Lynette, come over immediately because mm. as if I'm losing my life. Mm. Because as if my oxygen, mm. my air was just coming out in a small, oh. in a small uh, tube. Mm. So at 10.30, she was able to arrive in the hospital. And we were talking. I tried to sit down on the edge of the bed, mm-hmm. and I dropped dead. Mm. And on that time... Mm. They tried to, according to her, they tried to recover me for three hours. Wow. 
but I was not able to recover. So they took me to the ICU. Yeah. And my daughter said, uh, do everything now. I'm the one deciding. So they attached gadgets, anything that I didn't know. And uh, they were all over my body. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I was unconscious. Yeah. Uh, the doctor said, Everything failed, my heart, my mm-hmm. lungs, mm-hmm. my kidneys, they all failed. Mm-hmm. So they were expecting that I would just have my last breath. Mm-hmm. But my daughter was really a prayerful girl. Mm-hmm. So uh, <clears throat> in the middle of that, she cried and said, Ma, I need you, don't leave me yet. Mm-hmm. And at that time, during that time, I was in a garden, mm. a beautiful garden, which I expect because I was always thinking of that garden. Mm. Going through that, I really want to see those beautiful flowers, those trees, those fruits and everything. Yeah. And then uh, I saw the leaves were really uh, so fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the colors were so vibrant. Mm-hmm. And I saw a, a big tree lying just half, and then uh, a part was up with all the beautiful leaves. And I said, yeah. what fruit does this tree have? Mm. I was crossing. I was mm. crossing over. You wanted to cross yes. over to I see I was really going, going on that area yeah. as if it was a big road. Mm. So I heard my daughters cry out th- those words, and I said, mm. and suddenly as if something pinch my heart mm-hmm. and then according to her I stopped struggling mm. so I became silent I was calmed down mm-hmm. and the doctors did not let Lynette go home because they said your mom is calm when you're here mm-hmm. and uh, the following morning I woke up mm. that's amazing and uh I said, what happened? Mm-hmm. Ma, from dead, from the grave you came. Mm-hmm. You died and now you're alive. Mm-hmm. And I said, I just heard you t- told me that you want you, you want me to come back. So mm-hmm. now I'm here. Yeah. And she said, yes, Ma, now you're alive. Mm-hmm. And there were, before, there were three doctors all in white in front of me, and I thought I was already in heaven. <laughs> I that saw, they were angels. They were angels. <laughs> and suddenly they, they were, were angels of another sort, <laughs> right? <laughs> so from that day, uh, yeah. and my ch- her siblings, he called them one by one. Yeah. And they immediately went, came over. Yeah. They took a flight that... Uh, without any any real reservation. <laughs> right. Well, they thought you were about to die. Yeah. They, they really did. All your, your children came from all over the world. They just want to say goodbye to me. Yeah. And then you you did not die, as no. we know today. <laughs> Thank <laughs> goodness. And Thank the night, uh, it was already over past 8.30. There was no visitors. Yeah. I was lying down and I was uh, thinking about what happened to me. And Lynette said, Ma, I'll wait for my brothers downstairs mm-hmm. so they would be coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
at nine they came and they said, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Ma, and they kissed me all over. I said, you're here. Okay. I said, thank you. How did you get your flight? Ma, we were not reserved. We did not have a seat, but God made one seat for us. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yes. everything really God put it in order that so yeah. I could be able to talk to them. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so you got this incredible healing yeah. and a second near-death experience. Yeah. It was a death experience. Yes, uh, yes. It was really yes. death because you all failed. You were in multi-organ failure. Yes. And yes. I've been in those rooms where they say it's really, I, I don't think that this is going to, no. you know, end well and, and be, get prepared for your mom to die. And um, and then here you yeah. survived. Yeah. It's a miracle. <laughs> it's a miracle. They said I'm a miracle, really. Yes. And the doctors uh, did, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. And, they saw your, your organs not only... Um, you know, didn't fail, but they also actually restored, right? Yeah. So kidneys were fail, complete failure, yeah. and now they're restored and yeah. healthy. Your lungs healthy. are better than ever. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, now I'm asking the Lord to give me this complete healing that he may use me in any way he wants. Mm. I, I really... I'm really asking the Lord to give me the chance for whatever reason mm. that I'm here. Mm -hmm. Make me a channel of blessing to other people mm. because it's not me who will be doing it. Mm. It's God who will be doing it. Yeah. The Holy Spirit always dictates what should I do, mm -hmm. what will happen mm -hmm. if... Mm, uh, I would do this for other people. They yeah. may believe or may not believe. But the beautiful thing, there is a little seed that is implanted. Mm -hmm. And that seed, I know it will grow. Mm -hmm. And when they have the little faith, it will become bigger, just like this. Oh, I was saying, the small, small mustard seed, and it will explode it grows. and everything yeah. will be another person who will be saved. Right, right. Because one soul that is saved, thousands of angels are singing. Mm -hmm. And the I love... heavenly host. Yes. <laughs> and I love to have my crown of glory in a way. <laughs> Absolutely. I was, <laughs> I was able to, to encourage or help in small way that God yeah. makes me um, yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's incredible how you've really been brought to deeper and deeper faith yeah. in the midst of the most difficult yeah. times in your yeah. life. And, you know, um, I, for many years as a chaplain, was hearing and still do hear people who really struggle with, you know, is God allowing this illness to happen to me? Why why is God allowing this to happen to me? And, you know, over the years, we would talk about, well, I wonder if God's, you know, that, that actually it's nature going awry, you know, mm -hmm. like a tornado or, mm -hmm. you know, this is a cell that's, it's a mishap and it's, yes. it's going awry. Mm -hmm. And, um, but God is there to, to support you and walk with you. 
Um, and and then, so so I wouldn't sort of talk about that idea that God allow might allow, Mm-mm. you know, because it was so difficult. Mm-mm. And then I met folks like you who said <laughs> who said, well, gosh, Chaplain, um, actually, it gives it's life giving. So for some people, it's not, but for some people, it's really life giving to think actually God. Mm-mm. Um, the one I trust is allowing this Mm-mm. so that I can grow. Mm-mm. It gives purpose yeah. to the suffering. Yeah. And you have found over your lifetime Mm-mm. that it's actually drawn you closer yeah, to God. Very close. Yeah. So it's not one or the other. It's yeah. not sort of, well, I don't know if God's allowing it and God's with you. Um, you know, it's not it's it's not just that. And it's not just that God's giving it, it you know, allowing it so you learn. It, you, it's such a mystery for us. Yeah, we don't know, and it could be both or one or yes. the other. Um, but I know many who are listening are probably, you know, have had those struggles of why God would you allow this? God permits, uh, permits because uh, mm. He would not give us troubles. Mm-hmm. Never. Mm-hmm. He permits it in a way that uh, what the Lord has said. Uh, all things work together for good mm. for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the purpose is for our own good, mm-hmm. though it's bad, though it's good, everything will be good mm-hmm. because the experience would lift us up. Yeah, It will not let us remain in deep, deep uh trouble mm-hmm. but one by one there the lesson that will be learned will be a step going up doing it forward yeah it is one that i've been always thinking with this bad experience how would it make me better right right how would it will help other people in a way mm-hmm. that god will be glorified mm-hmm. Right. There's so many, many things that uh, life is really, many things are happening, mm. unexpected, or sometimes with our own making. Mm. But though it would be bad for our own sight, but God made all these things for our improvement, mm-hmm. for His glory, mm-hmm. that we can see. Mm-hmm. His presence in every little or big things that we have. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, I mean, it seems like, you know, in the course of your life that, you know, you've had those low moments and you've had these beautiful mountaintop experiences of God and that um, certainly with, especially with your, your um, you know, death experiences yeah. and seeing yeah. heaven that truly, <laughs> truly, that it's it's okay that God has you no matter what. That even in death, God has you and is with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've learned that if it's not your time, mm-hmm. though how terrible is your sickness, God will not let you yeah. find death. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, in my in my heart, I was really just contemplating to be with God most yeah. of the time yeah. because I really don't want to be a burden. I mm. don't want to be a, a trouble mm-hmm. to the family or other people. Mm-hmm. 
but God is really making all, permitting all these things in a way that uh, it will be for his glory yeah. and see us go through this in easiness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always easiness because as the Lord said, uh, if you are weary and heavy laden, come yeah. unto me and I'll give you rest. Mm-hmm. And I always think of myself, uh, in the time that uh, in the sand, when there's only one foot, one set of footprints, it yeah. was then that the Lord is carrying me mm-hmm. with all the severe pain, with all the severe problems that I'm experiencing. I know that God is always carrying me on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful scenery in my mind. Yeah. And Whatever I pain I have, I said, at times I talk to the pain. Yes. And I said, oh, if you want to remain in my body, remain. But I have to work. <laughs> Stay foot and I'll do my job. Yeah. That is one way of releasing hmm. the faith that I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I learned how to rebuke. <laughs> rebuke yes. And I learned how. <laughs> Speak to it. Tell it to go away. <laughs> I claim my healing. And, yeah. And every pain that I have, I touch it by the blood and stripe of my Lord Jesus. Yeah. I'm healed. Yeah. And one thing, the most important thing, every night, mm. I really take my communion. Mm. Uh, because I learned, just like in First Corinthians, uh, the Word of God says, uh, uh, with this bread, mm-hmm. uh, take this in remembrance of me. Mm-hmm. This is my body, which has been given for you. Take this in remembrance of me. Yeah, the body that bore carried all our diseases our sins and all the curses that were laid upon us, mm-hmm. uh, all the troubles, the Lord took them on the cross so it will not ever, ever happen to us anymore. Yeah. Though all the symptoms are there. They are just symptoms. Mm. And if you believe that this mm. will be taken away, they will. And, and he took the cup and he said, this cup is the new covenant. Mm-hmm. That I have with you, yeah. Uh, drink it mm-hmm. and do it as often as you have. Mm-hmm. With that blood, it washes away all our sins, our iniquities, mm-hmm. and He made us so righteous. Yeah. With that blood, as long as we accept it. Yeah. That by the blood and stripe of our Lord Jesus, we are healed. Mm-hmm. I always have that in my heart. Yeah. So whenever I feel painful, all right, now there's that pain or by the blood and stripe of my Lord Jesus, as if it has been, <laughs> it has been a common part of my saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every day, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because every day there's pain. Yes, <laughs> yes, you're going through so much and made it through so much. I wonder, Erlinda, um, if you have any. Um, parting thoughts, advice, or a prayer you'd like to share with our yes. listeners? Uh, <clears throat> as I've said, um, the beautiful part of of uh, having this journey. Yeah. Since I was young, I was very sickly. Right. Uh, 
but my faith increased each day mm-hmm. because um, the experiences that I had is not common. And um, this cancer made me more mm-hmm. to have that big, big leap of faith mm-hmm. because uh, through this, I have shown the devil mm. that I can go through it. Just like King Ezekiel, mm. he asked for three, uh, the Lord said he would just live for three days. But when he pleaded to God, he gave him 15 more years. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's just like pleading, yeah. uh, asking God to extend my life because first of all, because of my children, mm. they were so young then. Mm-hmm. I wanted to guide them mm-hmm. because I promised him before I would de- give them back to him. Mm. So I want to fulfill that promise until they get married. Yeah. So it came to pass. Mm-hmm. I was able to guide them well. Mm-hmm. And now they have their own family. The Bible is the center of their life. Mm, that's beautiful. And in everything that uh, I do, Mm-hmm. I asked the guidance of the Lord, asking the Lord's Spirit to tell me what to do. Yeah. Because I cannot do it on my own for mm-hmm. my own good. Mm-hmm. So the Lord truly is truly a true God. He is our Abba. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells me in the small voice that he is in my heart, mm-hmm. he tells me what to do. Yeah. Before I was able to do this, it took me a long time. Mm. It really took me that faith, how to make it big mm-hmm. so I can move mountains, yeah. mountains of problems, mountains of sickness and anything. Right. And only the beautiful things will be left. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I can say, have faith. Mm even just a small one, Mm -hmm. and it will grow just like a big, big tree. Mm. And you can move all the sickness, all the physical problems, the emotional, spiritual especially. Mm -hmm. You'll Mm -hmm. be closer to God because you'll try to find him. Because as he said, uh, if you want to look for him, ask him. And he will give that unto us. Um, find it and you'll be able to say it. Mm-hmm. And knock and it, everything will be open to you. Yeah. There is nothing that God will not answer mm. as long as we believe. Yeah. He is an answering God. Mm-hmm. He's the greatest that we have who always give us the best. Mm-hmm. He created everything for our own good. Mm-hmm. He's just waiting that each one of us will ask whatever we want. Mm -hmm. If you want healing, just ask it Mm -hmm. because he is Jehovah Rapha, the healer. And if he want peace, ask him because he is our Jehovah Shalom. Mm -hmm. Everything that we need with his provision, he is our Jehovah Jireh. What else do we need? Why yeah. do we have to wait? Mm. And it's the real time now. It's time to be with the Lord. 
mm-hmm. in a beautiful way mm-hmm. that uh, I am experiencing. Mm-hmm. Though with problems, it's just like, oh, just part of life. Yeah. But this beautiful life that I have in me mm-hmm. with the communion that I have. Yeah. And every time I have uh, other people have problems or my family or even myself, I raise it up to the Lord with the communion yeah. that I have. Yeah. And I know it's always being answered. Uh-huh. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you so thank much, you so Arlinda, much. for thank joining you. us and taking this time and being here with us. I'm oh, so glad so we much, were Sister able to, <laughs> to have this time together. <laughs> yeah. And I know that it's a blessing for all who hear it. So thank you. I want to thank also our group. Oh, my. <laughs> the, yeah, we have a little I'm, prayer group that yeah, we meet together yeah. about once a month, right? Mm-hmm, I yeah. run a couple of prayer groups, and so because uh, mm-hmm. there is so much encouragement mm-hmm. and prayers, and, and in groups as yeah, well. As yeah, if you have the best of all the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure they're listening too. <laughs> so I thank hope you, group. So. <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Thank you, my my beloved. Uh, You're always in my heart and in my prayers. (laughs) Every day, every night. I I really, really cannot forget. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ellen. Sister Jane, thank you so much for everything I was able to go through. (laughs) Absolutely. It's been a joy to be with you. Linda, these past six and a half years and hopefully many, many more. Yes, I hope so. In a way, if you you can I'll be of use. Mm. <laughs> Just tell me. Mm. <laughs> Though with difficulties in transporting <laughs> it's yeah. really it's really a struggle, but one day yeah. God will Make me go on my own. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Complete healing. <Yeah. laughs> because he did not take me last year. So he's just really giving me my beautiful I, time. <laughs> I hope so. I think so. <laughs> the more, the more I really appreciate every day. This episode of In the Midst of It All was made possible by the generous support of the Yale Cancer Center, Yale New Haven Hospital, the Yale Palliative Care Program, and the Yale New Haven Department of Spiritual Care. Huge gratitude for Rodney Staggers, a man with cerebral palsy who helped birth this idea and has been a huge creative motivator. Thank you to Ellen Hoverkamp, an artist with metastatic lung cancer, who created the artwork for our podcast. You can find her artwork at myneighborsgarden.com. A big shout out to Emily Montemerlo, who, among other things, helps edit the stories you have heard and who just is a lovely support in every way. And Ryan McAvoy, who helps record and edit the podcast. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit that subscribe button and tell your friends. It would mean so much to us and to all our podcast guests if you would leave it a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love to hear how this podcast has helped you. Okay, friends, we will post our next story and interview soon. But in the meantime, check out more stories on the Yale New Haven Hospital Yale Cancer Center website. This is In the Midst of It All with me, Chaplain Jane.